Hi, and welcome to Drinking with Creatives. Totally not a podcast about me trying to write beer off of my taxes. My name is Jeremy Berger, and each week I chat with a professional creative, have a few drinks, and discuss the issues that they're facing. This is part two of my chat with Steve Lance. Last week we chatted about content and the changing face of its creation and business. This week we discussed creatives in business and when we should really just hand it off to somebody else. And somehow in the process of this, I get roped in more than I anticipated. So my question to you is what business are you in? I thought I knew 10 minutes ago. Now I have no idea. Good start. Well, these days, I don't know. I'm just focusing on the content. I couldn't tell you exactly what my business is. It was just funny because I do so much work in advertising and marketing. Mm-hmm. So Why Steve, do you think that is? That I do so much work in advertising and marketing or that I don't know mm-hmm. what my business is? Well, in a way, both. But let's just stay with what I want to know is why do people call you? Well, people call me because I tell a good story with footage. I tell a good story with footage. Uh-huh. I'm also the experience of working with me, I would like to think is a fairly pleasant one. And I try to uh, bring to the table as much unique qualities and background as I can. I, I honestly think sometimes when people call me, they're, they're, they're less calling me and they're just at calling for the breadth of experiences that I can bring to whatever project that they have, which is usually, yes, documentary-based. That's funny. So I've never openers, actually thought you're of not a Yes. Yeah, so for openers, you're not a um, editor. You're a storyteller. Yes. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. I'm, I'm a storyteller. I tell stories. I love stories. I love real people stories. I love taking a look at somebody's life and, you know, pointing out, uh, or shall we say edit <laughs> the points where you know, the highest dramatic action and the stakes are the highest and the cost of either winning or losing their personal battles they're in. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Are you workshopping me right now, Steve Lance? Yeah. Okay. So on that note, I'm going to get one more beer because I just finished this one and I sense I'm going to need a drink in a second. Uh, all right. So here's the, Here's the simple quiz. Okay. Let's start with a simple quiz. Uh, yes or no. Do you know who your customers are? No. Do you know what you do best? Yes. Do you know what they want from you? No. Do you know how to say it? No. Do you know your one key message? No. Do you know where to find your customers? No. Do you know what you're willing to spend to get your customers? No. Do you know how to get a plan implemented, even if you came up with one? No. All right. Do I should you have know switched to, to scotch. I should have switched to scotch. I'm drinking <laughs> beer right now. I should drink switch to scotch. Good Lord. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you know how to measure uh, what you're doing? Communication. I'm not even quite sure what metric I would use for measurement. So no. All right. And do you know what you'll do if this, if your marketing communication does or does not work? No. 
All right, good. You got you had one yes out of ten. That's terrifying. So wait, Isn't you it? said you said good. That's a good thing. I'm just giving you positive reinforcement there. Thank you, Steve. All right, I'm going to send you the hard job. I'm going to send you the intake form that we have been working on for for companies like yours. Hmm. Now, it's one of the things that we're looking at is how do you how do we what what Paul and I and uh, Norman and whomever else what people like like me and Paul do for a living how do uh how is you need what we do and you can't afford it right but we've been thinking and wondering whether there is some kind of iterative process that we can offer that would make it easy for you to get a handle on what you need to know and make it affordable for us to work with you hmm. and so over the last month or two we've been working on um a uh intake form mm -hmm. and it really is a self-assessment i'm gonna send you mm -hmm. i'm gonna send you the business planning guide v2 and um, this will be good because one of the things we've been trying to figure out what to do is whether this, whether it's something that you can fill out by yourself and having done it, whether we can use what you filled out as um, an assessment that can get us quickly to where you need to be. Mm. And one of the things that, that we uh, tell people is don't do it alone. You need a board of directors, just like uh, every corporation. And think of your board of directors as people who know you and people who work with you. So what I would do is I would uh, do, this, do this yourself, ask people like Renee and other people who know you well and are willing to uh, put in some time to, for them to fill it out separately. And then for all of you to get together and compare notes. This is advantageous because I also make beer and can offer it to them when they come by. Woo! There you go. Okay. There's, yeah. And then I find that answer on the why it's good to work with Jerry Berger, and then I, I figure this whole thing out. Okay. Well, what you yeah, because what you need to figure out is what business you're in. Do you find that to be a problem with a lot of people, uh, a lot of creatives? Oh, my gosh, yes. See, creatives aren't business people. And the problem that creative people have is um, – they keep thinking that the talent is enough. They just keep thinking, if I do what I do, and it breaks my heart when I see hugely talented people that they don't understand how to work with and utilize um, a, a producer or somebody who can provide them the business side of that they don't have. Right. If I had met Paul or before him, Jeff, 10 years earlier than I did, I would have, I would now be the retired uh, creative director of a, a billion dollar agency. 
but I didn't, and so here I am, and uh, and I recognize that it's because I didn't find the business person, hmm. and I constantly tell, especially Dan, yes, that he has to find people like you, people hmm. like Dan. You have to find the salesperson, the yes. the the entrepreneur, the passionate. And you'll find them if you understand what business you're in. If 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 you uh, if you say you're an editor, you're going to get editing jobs. If you start talking about being a storyteller and then drilling down on the question of what kinds of stories and how do you tell them differently than anybody else? See, the question will always be, why you? I don't have that answer yet. Good. But what a perfect opportunity this uh, CV-19 is to do the work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, is that something you're making available, uh, that, that questionnaire, to, to anybody who's interested? or? Uh, absolutely. I don't know if the one I sent you has my contact info on it. I should open it up. But that's fascinating. Like I was uh, actually recording a session with uh, Hillary Cutter uh, a few days ago and I made the comparison because um, you know she's she's an exceptional production business person she owns her own business celebrating her 15th anniversary of incorporating and I feel like a lot of creatives like are in a rut like in a restaurant scenario they're like uh -huh. the cook who will just keep on cooking and keep on cooking and keep on cooking and no one's seating the customers uh-huh you know and it's it's right. and we keep thinking I'll just keep on cooking. Oh, I want to try this. I want to try this. I want to try this because obviously that's the things that make us live. But then we actually have to get the business going, and that's that's mm -hmm. where things start getting dicey. Because and there and I believe with creatives sometimes there's also the issue of like what is control. So many creatives do try to assert a certain amount of control, even though they have to understand that asserting control over the business side of things is not only outside of their power, but absolutely probably should be outside their power. Mm -hmm. Probably should be outside of mine. I should have somebody else take care of this. Right. And and one of the questions you need to ask yourself is what do you want it what do you want it to look like in 10 years? Mm. You know, it's like do you do you want to be a feature film editor doing one project every 2 years and making a living from it or do you want to have taken your storytelling skills to a startup in which you bring their story to life at, and you have a piece of the, the business? Do you want it? What, in other words, one of the questions becomes, how do you handle a multiple of your hourly rate? Because you only have so many hours. Hmm. And most creative people are so thrilled to be doing something creative that they're not asking these questions. They don't even necessarily know how to ask the question about 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. See, I just, did I really just say that? Did I really start a sentence with about 20 years ago? No, no, I like it. I feel like we're about to get into some, some good sauce right now. <laughs> about 20 years ago, um, we were taking one of our first clients to lunch. And uh, because he was a good paying client and he was one of our first, we were at Peter Luger. And um, 
uh, he said to us over lunch, he said, um, how's business? And I said to him, well, it's tricky because if I'm doing the work, who's getting the business? And if I'm doing, getting the business, who's doing the work? And he laughed and he said, classic small business dilemma. And he reached for another beefsteak tomato in the shared plate. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. That's it? Classic small business dilemma? You know, and I yeah. literally grabbed his, the, the, the fork wrist. And I said, wait a minute. And, and he said, there is no and. He said, every person, when they're growing a business, has to make a decision about whether they're Mr. Inside or Mr. Outside. And when he said that, I suddenly thought about two, the two greatest writers in advertising, Ed McCabe and Jerry Delafamina. Mm. Jer Jerry Delafamina was Mr. Outside. He was always making press. He built a restaurant. He was always getting quoted in the papers. And Neil Drossman was the writer in the agency who was doing the work. Mm. Ed McCabe could not be taken to a client meeting. He had no people skills and he stayed in the agency and he ran the creative group hmm. and Sam Scala and um, uh, Marvin Sloves was out there getting them business right and left. So that's kind of the decision you have to make. But before you make that, whether you're Mr. Inside or Mr. Outside, you have to decide what inside or outside of what. Is it a pop-up tent? Is it a food truck? Is it a full restaurant? Well, there you go. Okay. There you go. And is editing the only way to satisfy your creative hunger? Oh, that's that's that that's another episode, sir. We'll 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 deep dive. Sorry. Into, no, 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 <laughs> no. You say that. You, you say that to a guy who's editing a feature film and brewing his own beer and jumping into podcasts just because why not? So yeah, no, it's it's. It's a complicated question. I probably should have some deep meditation over before I answer. Well, no, let me give you, let me give you a clearer answer for that. Okay. Y you love creating. Yes. And you're not a one channel person. So part of my assignment to you, and I'd love to work, you know, when you look at this form and you, and you, your eyes roll because of what you have to do, I'm ha <laughs> more than happy to talk talk you off the ledge and talk you through it, work on it with you. Thank you. Because it is a work in progress. But um, make a list of every, pl every place you're creative that you get your chops off. Well, you get your yayas. I really have a fun time. Okay. Well, make a list. Make I it, will. you know, beer editing, doing a radio, make a whole list. Okay. Actually and sounds like we'll fun. From, yeah. Step two will be, do, do they have anything in common? And if so, what? But we're not going there. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's too deep down the rabbit hole at this point. I'm done. <laughs> Steve, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on our show. This has been, a, this has been absolutely fantastic. And I'm sure everybody's going to get a lot out of it. And I look forward to having you back uh, next time. Thank you. Um, I suspect uh, not everyone would say that, so I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs>
<laughs> too, too self-deprecating, sir. Too self-deprecating. It'll be you, it'll be your downfall one of these days. I gotcha. Thanks again, Steve. I'll be taking Steve's assessment and we'll be letting everyone know how I did. For more about Steve and PS Insights, head over to www.psinsights.com. And for more links and what we discuss here, head over to www.drinkingwithcreatives.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and download on whatever is your most favorite listening platform. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I'll see you next time.